0: Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast.
1: Every one of us as a mom or a dad has had what I might call a panic moment with your child where something feels like it's a failure. This is a catastrophe. This is the end of the world. I'm John Fuller along with Danny Huerta.
2: Well, early on in my parenting, John. Uh, my wife had said, Hey, uh, Lexi is screaming a lot and and has said that she hates us and doesn't want to be in the home. And, uh, and she was 14 and 20. She, right? oh, she was about three. She about three, three yeah. and a half. And I said, Really? And I hadn't seen that side. Yeah. One day I got home and she was screaming for 45 minutes at the very least.
1: That's 45. good endurance on her part. It was very
2: good, long. She's a singer now. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think that was the beginning of her training. Yeah. And I was really concerned. I was starting to think, is, is she demon possessed? Is she, what's happening? Is yeah. there a disorder here from a counselor's perspective? going, What happened? She, she was truly losing it completely. Mm-hmm. And I, in that moment, I said, as a counselor, I have the answer for all these other families and things going on. In this moment, I do not know what is happening with my mm-hmm. daughter. And I remember sitting down and saying, Lord, I need help with this one. This is one I've not read about. This is one I don't know how to respond to. And uh, it was a powerful moment for my wife and I to just really pray and and connect with one another, and not completely panic. Emotionally, we did. But yeah. Spiritually, really made us seek that strength through mm. God and and he answered our prayer we were able to figure out what was going on physically for her and it was truly an an allergy to a food in that case uh to wheat and that was creating a tremendous inflammatory response in her body and creating these emotional issues you just never know what it can be happening there God and, helped and us parent, find that.
1: parents across the audience are thinking, yeah, I'll just cut out the wheat and see if that <laughs> helps. Right, the gluten, right?
2: <laughs> and that is not the only answer. Yeah, there are yeah. other, other factors yeah. happening there. Start In this with case, prayer like Danny did. So.
1: <laughs> well, we're hearing today from Aaron McPherson and Ellen Schuchnacht, and uh, they're a mother-daughter team. They have some great advice about dealing with those times when you as a mom or a dad feel like everything is falling apart. Here's Jim Daly starting off the conversation.
3: Aaron, you have a specific story, too, about your son, Joey, uh, and an incident with an iPad. Now, we're all going, we all have incidents with the Mm -hmm. iPad. What happened and what did you do?
4: Well, I'm actually really careful with the iPad because we all hear about all the incidents with the iPad. And so I'm pretty careful not to let him use it. But one day I was cooking dinner and he had a friend over and it was a friend that I knew well and I trusted and I knew her mom, his mom, sorry. And so I let them play Minecraft on the iPad while I was cooking dinner. They were downstairs. I could see them, but I wasn't paying attention. And
3: Minecraft is a, a geometric game. Yeah. There's nothing really harmful, nothing at all harmful Right. It's it. like
4: learning. Right. It was educational. But they started looking on YouTube. It was my iPad, which I hadn't locked down at yeah. football games and then there was a flash shot of cheerleaders and then the two of them thought well we watch football with our dads and we the cheerleaders are at the football game so let's type in hot cheerleaders kissing football players and a little video comes up and um, later that night after they went to bed i pulled up the ipad and that's what's up on my screen mm-hmm. so
3: and you didn't know it when i they didn't did know it, it when they did it yeah
4: and i just panicked i thought they will never ever look at ipads again this is really like frightening. I can't believe that my 11-year-old saw these things. And it, it was a pretty benign video considering what it was called. But it was still a video about that. How'd you handle it? What'd you do? So I called my mom. And of course, I called my mom. <laughs> and she said, this is good. And I said, how could this be a good thing? And she's like, because right now when the stakes are really, really low, this is when you can disciple his heart and talk to him about all of the important topics that he needs to know, because it could have been way worse and it could have gotten to his heart in a way that was way deeper when you wouldn't have ever found out. So I went upstairs, I pulled the boys out and I talked to them about some really big topics things like pornography. You know, it's really quick, slippery slope from a very somewhat benign video to something a lot less benign and about respect and about using the word hot with women and about kissing and all of those things. And the boys were wide eyed with us. And I said, you know, right now we'll talk later about a punishment, but I just want you guys to really pray and think about this.
3: How, let me ask you this. How did you keep that perspective ongoing? I mean, you have an incident. So often we, as parents, we make this mistake where we have this situation that flares up, we engage it and we, may engage it really well. And then we don't engage it again for two years until the next incident. So did you keep the dialogue going?
4: Well, I think the next morning he came down, he's like, I'm never using an iPad again. And his friend was like the same way. And I think that's kind of, we just kept every time there was the iPad out, Hey, remember about that. Let's talk about what we could do effectively. And I think it scared him a little because we kind of talked about some pretty big topics that, were maybe big for him and I think that dialogue kept going but I also feel like he felt like he could come to us
3: yeah Ellen as you look at older children you know move your grandchildren up about four or five years and they're 14 Mm -hmm. 15 16 that could be a different discussion it's not a low bar at that point Uh, speak to the mom and dad who may be struggling in an out of control uh, iPad usage in that context where it's it's trouble
0: well I'm going to take it back first to the younger children that is why it's so important at these younger ages to give them plenty of practice with these tools in using them correctly and being monitored when you still can monitor them and i always say it's really not about taking the ipad away although you have to at times that's discipline it's looking for the opportunity to give it back so they can practice it well. So there's always hope for them to learn the right use. And with that in place, when the kids are older, it's better. It's much more difficult if you wait to when your kids are older. But again, it's going to the heart and trusting that God has created each of us to want to honor him in our lives and to always tie it back to who they're becoming and their reputation and having to have that conversation that's not simply about what they're doing, but who they're wanting to become. Mm
3: -hmm. Right, and the key here is you're talking about uh, bringing discipleship into discipline, that's the name of the book, Mm -hmm. but you um, can expand that beyond electronics and social Mm -hmm. media and all that. How do you cast that wider net about decision making um, with your eight, nine? 10-year-old, so that they're beginning to understand cognitively, okay, this is something I should not do. Speak more broadly to behavior, not just electronics.
4: One thing I've been working on recently is having these conversations. It's really easy when my kids do something, throw their backpacks down when they enter the door or make a mess in their room or say something rude. Your kids do that too. I know, every (laughs) once in a while. It's really easy for me to be like, fix it and be done. (laughs) And it's that intentional conversation. It's the making an effort every day to think about how can I disciple my child's heart in this? Even as something minor, like you said, the backpack. I know, my kids do that every day. Like, how do I disciple their heart? How do I teach them about respect and honoring the household and working hard and being part of a team? And it's a lot harder. It's way easier to just be like, put your backpack away.
1: I think Erin is really right. It's easier to address the thing that's up front, the visible issue, and not get to the heart of your child. Danny, a lot of parents are probably thinking that's easy to hear, but it's hard to do. It takes time and uh, wisdom. There's a lot here that we have to deal with. It's a lot of
2: energy that uh, is invested in that, but it's definitely worthwhile putting that time in. I remember... Uh, my son coming to me as a as a young teen and saying, Dad, I saw some ads and I've been very tempted, uh women in 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 the underwear, right, and and ads and that it, it's made me wanna look again. And I remember in that moment saying, Oh, here we go. Uh, I could skip this and just say, hey, that's just normal thing, you know, and, and uh but no, this is such an important conversation about how sexuality interacts with our heart in a variety of things around us, how they interact with the heart inside of us. Something is not bad until it interacts with our temptations that come from within. And we have to understand where those temptations are coming from. And so with, it, with my son, I just said, son, what do you think you were looking for when you saw that? What's happening inside of you? Mm-hmm. Because you're not a bad person, Nor have you, I don't want you to go to shame on this. Let's go to understanding together. I want to understand this with you. And I talked to him about a tree. When you look at a tree, it can look healthy on the outside. And there's this disease of a tree, a root disease called phylloxera. And it's the root disease kills a tree from the inside out. Hmm. I said, son, some of the things that we begin to become tempted by can take us from the inside out. And what I want to spend some time doing is really penetrating the depths. We are called to love, and what, what has happened for you is you've, this, these images that you're looking at are trying to create you in a consumer because there's money involved. And what I want you to grow up to be is a person that loves. What are you wanting as you grow older? Just kind of bringing the question to him. He says, yeah. well, I want to have a good relationship. I want to have a good marriage. Okay, well, let's make that the goal together. That means we have, you have to be open with me and and i totally get it this is this is tough and, and yeah you're right a lot of people struggle with this and normalizing that part is good but normal never made something good or right and so i said son we got you got to strengthen up and mm. this is going to take a lot of courage a lot of openness on your part and one thing that's going to help you a ton is learning when to have self-control and uh just i reminded him i am on your team yeah and i love you And this is not about catching you doing something. It's about making sure you remain free in your mind so that
1: you can love well. Boy, that is uh, really, I mean, that's just inspiring, Danny. You're so good with questions and keeping the lines of communication open, and I really appreciate what you said there. Um, That heart that Danny just expressed for his own family is something that we have for yours Here at Focus on the Family, we want to help you as a mom or a dad to establish good communication, to help your child develop, mature, and become everything that God wants them to be. And uh, we've got lots of resources online to help you do that. Look in the description for the episode to find our website and resources. Make a donation if you can. Uh, Be a partner to Focus on the Family. Help us uh, continue on with podcasts like this and all the great resources we have. When you do contribute today, we'll put Ellen and Aaron's book in the mail, send that to you. It's Put the Disciple into Discipline. And uh, again, that's our thank you gift when you join the support team. And if you haven't already done so, please leave a review. We love the listener feedback. Next time, we'll be talking about dealing with your child's emotions in the moment. And until then, I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Danny and the team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.